The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Welcome to Just Another White Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride. One more time. This is the Plain Herd Edition with nothing prepared. So, you're welcome. Day late, dollar short, but I do this for free, so go fuck yourself. (laughs) I apologize. I love you all. Is that too far? I was was a bit aggressive, maybe. I mean, it's really on brand for the first. I mean, (laughs) if we're being honest. Um, I mean, it it fits. Um, Yeah, welcome back to the show. Thanks. uh, I'm kind of becoming a regular thing all of a sudden. Yeah, well, you're here, so. (laughs) I I feel so special. Thank you. You're welcome. I just, you know, I, I'm trying to produce content and we have a good rapport and it just works, but I'm not really willing to add you to the intro yet. So <laughs> oh, sweet. Thanks. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the Remy. Uh, You're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are. But you I, was, are the, uh, I need to be in Foo Fighters for 10 years are, before I'm really you, in Foo Fighters. You are the Rami Jaffe of this podcast. <laughs> You are the Rami Lama. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, welcome. Did I already say welcome to Just Another White Guys podcast? I'm did not I, sure, but yeah. you did now for sure. Hey, welcome back to the show. I don't really pay attention to what you say most of the time. So. That's fair. I rarely know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's true, uh, which is part of why I don't pay attention. That's fair. Uh, as I mentioned, this is the Plain Hurt edition. I, uh, is yeah, that yeah, Plain yeah. Hurt? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't understand what does it what sound you- like. I thought you said plain herd. I was like, what the hell does that mean? I am plain hurt. There we go. Plain. Plain. Come on, Mr. Radio Broadcasting Degree. Enunciate. <laughs> well, that's it for this week, everybody. <laughs> Always protect the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we... Let's, let's do this. Let's play the intro song, and then... We'll talk about what's going on with me. Okay. And how this is the last podcast ever. Shut up. Just kidding. Let's go jogging. talk about uh what's going on okay we are uh, obviously this podcast is up a little it's it's the new schedule for the podcast is weird because well we don't really have a new schedule yet right so i guess did my days change yes my days changed on like during the hiatus right or like right after right before or right it they changed when we came back from oregon so that's right so in, so right w- after. while we were on break from the podcast, um, and while I was on vacation and gone for Heather's funeral and all those things, my work schedule also changed. So I actually am off on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays now. So that's a different thing. So I used to record on my days off at the front half of the week and then post the podcast 
uh, I think didn't, didn't the podcast used to always go up on Tuesdays? I think Tuesdays, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so now I work on Tuesdays. And so basically, I've just been kind of throwing it up. I think we did one on the first one went up on a Monday, the second one up on a Sunday. I think we recorded it on Sundays and just put them up. Anyway, I why am I telling that part? <laughs> so anyway, the, the yeah, the schedule has been kind of wonky. I think we're probably going to try to shoot for putting them up on Mondays. Um and we probably would have recorded something on Sunday, but I had a little bit of a health thing happen. Um it's happened before. Uh, I have an infection in my leg. Um, well, it's I don't, actually I don't think it's in my leg; it's on my leg. It's in it's a skin infection, basically. It's called cellulitis, and it's happened before. And a couple of times I've had to go to the hospital for it, but it hasn't happened since we lived here in Houston. And we fit, the last we kind of calculated it's been around four and a half to five years since it happened. Yeah, the like last time. yeah, four and a half, I think. I'm sure we could go back and look at our hospital payments and right. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But so that's, um, it's happened before. So I kind of know the signs and what happened, like kind of, so basically I was asleep on Thursday night into Friday and I woke up and I was just, I had chills. It kind of feels like the flu. But you don't have, like, the sore throat part and stuff like that. Which is what we thought it was the very first time you ever had it. Correct. And that, I probably probably came close to dying. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There was the, one of those nights where I was just in bed. It was really bed, bad. Just like, I can't believe I didn't either call the ambulance or take you to the hospital. Like, it just, I w- we were, like, so in it that yeah. I didn't realize until I reflected on it later just... What a terrible situation we were in. Just how sick you were. Yeah. So anyway, um, kind of recognized the signs and immediately was like, so it was like two in the morning, I think, and just was in the bathroom and I was like yelling. I was like, hey, like I called the Nikki a few times like, hey, I need you to wake up. You get kind of, I wasn't, I wouldn't really say I was dizzy so much, but I was uh, the chills and the fever like make my lips or my teeth chatter and I get real kind of shaky, so I'm not real sturdy on my feet. So I was actually sitting on the toilet, not doing anything. Like I didn't have anything going on, but I was uh, just Just a place to sit down. Yeah, because I got up because I got up to go pee because I thought I was just cold because I sleep with a fan on, but it's a hundred million degrees in Houston, so that didn't really make that much sense. And I'd been finding it for a while because I'd woke up a couple of other times and now kind of the the prior the days leading up to that kind of make more sense that I was a little bit more tired than usual and I uh was not sleeping well something happened and it's we've never really been able to pinpoint what causes it I think one of the times I had like basically it looked like a zit on my leg and I popped it and it went bad yeah and then a couple times there was dental work that yep you had done that then it's like the infection just travels to your leg. Yep. And that's that's the that's generally what happens with cellulitis is that you, the the infection just gets in and it it does. It basically just sits in your legs and my uh left leg is red and swollen and kind of painful, but 
I've been on Anabol. So basically, we went into the emergency room, and I I found an emergency room that was over in Katy, and Nikki didn't think we should go there, but um, I was right, and she was wrong. <laughs> She won't admit it. No, that's not true. I just thought we should go. I I wasn't sure that that was like a normal emergency room and that it would be covered by our insurance, which we have yet to get a bill. So I guess we'll find out if that was actually in network. You, you haven't been able to find out if it was. No, because Etna's website sucks yeah. big balls. So well, like, it's Memorial Herm. I would think it if should one... be covered. Yeah, but I I don't I mean, know because had... I can't find it as a clinic or as an ER or but anything. Here's the, but here's the thing. They had my records from the doctor visit that I had from the Memorial Herman that's right. at my work. Right. So it's got to be. Uh, yeah, hopefully so. <laughs> Otherwise, that's going to be – I mean, it's going to be pricey anyway, but that'll be a real <laughs> pricey night. But whatever. What are anyway, you going to do? Didn't really have a choice. So we, we bopped over there. And, you know, the first thing you think of when you're like, I had to go to the emergency room is, well, I went there. It was crowded. I had to wait a long time. Whatever. Walked in. There's literally no one there. I think we were the only people there. The only cars in the parking lot, I think, were the people that were working. I'm pretty sure. Unless there was somebody resting in a room, but there was... It was dark back, further back. There was nothing going on in there. So, I mean, it was... I mean, we were there for maybe an hour and then 15 minutes. Yeah, it's the fastest we've ever been in and out of an ER. I've I've waited longer in waiting rooms to be seen than the amount of time that I was in there getting my treatment. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing was... The doctor that I saw, he he didn't go chasing zebras. Right. He was like, you know, based on what you've had before and this and it all, I mean, we could spend a bunch of time doing blood work and all that sort of stuff and seeing if it's something else. But if you have all the same symptoms that you've had previous times, I'm comfortable going ahead and treating it like that. And here we are a few days later and thankfully things are trending back in a positive way i kind of have mixed feelings about that if i'm honest like while it was nice to get us in and out and we were 99 percent sure that we knew what you had we aren't 100 percent sure that that's what you have i mean it appears to be the case but i think it was i don't know how responsible it was of the doctor to not do any tests on you at all like just to do a visual inspection of you and it wasn't like like previous times where you've had like a huge red blotch that you could really yeah. tell like your leg didn't look like it has on other times yeah. and so like i don't know i mean you could i could see that there was something different but like in any case like in the end it's fine but <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, that they just were like, all right, here's a bunch of antibiotics, go home. You know, like I I feel like it would have been good for them to at least do some tests because blood clots are also like they present very similarly. The fever probably wouldn't present, but I guess, but like, but there's, I mean, the first time you had cellulitis, that's one of the things they tested for and checked you for is because they present very similarly. In any case, it's fine, but I did, I felt like he could have done a little bit more work well and i think had i asked for it for sure but i don't think you should have to ask i don't think i think that that should have just been what they did no but i think that i was pretty forceful and pretty i was you were i was pretty determinative in is that even a word determinative determined probably would just be the word mm, that's not but that's not really anyway i was pretty passionate about my feelings about what was happening right for a couple of reasons one I definitely didn't want to go in the hospital. Right. 
Um, Which I don't think you were at the point where you would have needed to be hospitalized either. No, but I, I just, you know, and I didn't want a bunch of unnecessary tests for, right. you know, if I, if I thought it was something more than that, I, I would have said something. So anyway, we are in, what's today, Monday? Yes. So we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're on day four of uh, taking antibiotics. And today is uh, definitely the best that I felt since Friday. And and having to work yesterday probably wasn't helpful either. That no. probably set you back a little bit. So Yeah, because Sundays are tough with my job. There's only, I'm the only person that works on Sundays. And... If I have to, if I can't work, then it's, you know, someone else has to give up their day off and it's not super easy to find someone. The person that works the other side of my, uh, my job is in a far worse situation than I'm in right For real. now. Like your so, team has fallen apart a little bit. Yeah. You guys have some issues. So anyway, I am on the mend and I didn't post it on Facebook and stuff like that. I've talked to a few people like. I put it on my Snapchat for a few people, like people that I wanted to know. And I talked to my mom and my dad and kind of let them know what was going on. But not everyone needs to know what's going on in our fucking lives. That's true. You know? That's true. People, if we spend some time just talking to the people that need to know things about us, that's probably much more helpful. I agree. So hopefully the meds do their thing and no more problems. That's that's what we're shooting for. And, uh, you know, positivity. <laughs> Let's keep putting out the positivities. Keep moving forward. What's hilarious is that we hadn't thought about or talked about cellulitis in forever. And, like, the day before, we had talked about one of the last times you had cellulitis. And, and then, like, you wake me up that night. <laughs> it was like, it felt like it was Thursday that we talked about it. And Thursday night you woke I think me up. It, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, damn it! <laughs> it, was like, it is the it, it is like, the disease like that my, shall not be named. It was like my brain knew for real. I don't, I don't know. My boss said that she's like maybe there was like something that like you knew or something. Yeah. It was like maybe I guess I don't know. But but you remember that one time that we got a million dollars, right? And like we didn't know how, and like we didn't get any taxes on it or anything, and just like a million dollars showed up. Putting it out in the universe. <laughs> but see, here's the thing: if you knowingly ask for things that you right, want, it doesn't work. It then. doesn't work. I mean, that time where we planned our whole like, how much was the lottery that time? Like two hundred million oh, or something God, like no, that. Oh, it was way more than that. It was really high, and so we we made a whole we had a whole plan. Of we what? also we also were driving back from Tulsa without a stereo in our car, so all we had was the. Uh, the ability to oh, talk to right. each other because we had no music. Because we had the Corolla still and her radio broke. Yes. Poor Lola the Corolla. We did. We had some of you out there were going to make out like bandits. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You all should be bummed. Some of you should be pretty bummed that we didn't win. Pretty sure that we'd be broke by now, but it would have been, <laughs> been a good time. It would have been great while it lasted. That's right. Well, that was uh, 12 minutes. <laughs> Stop. Um, do we have anything else? Well, you had a question that you were going to ask me that we talked about last night. I did? Yes. Can you refresh me? Wondering why I hate Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is... 
So it you have a visceral like because Taylor Swift she must be having new music come out at the end of the month I think because she's gonna be on she's on video the VMA music. she's getting like some big award and yeah first of all can we talk about the thing they posted on John Oliver on Sunday the thing they talked about on John Oliver how they still have the Michael Jackson Visionary Award or whatever <laughs> right. like really I know we still have that yeah apparently although never convicted just you know mountains of we all know what he did, but... Mountains of circumstantial evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess if you want to count confessions of people that it happened to as circumstantial, it's not like hearsay. Dude's talking about how... Anyway. Anyway. We talk about that. Dongs and mouth. <laughs> Stop. Child abuse is not funny. No, it's not funny. I should not laugh. <laughs> you should cut that whole part out. It's not funny. It's not funny. But yet you're laughing. Marion Coatsworth. I'm thinking about Marion Coatsworth Hay from uh-huh. the West Wing. Is what I'm thinking about. I'm Marion Coatsworth Hay. Speaking of things, no one's gonna understand except Marty. Marty will know Marty what we're talking about. So Taylor Swift has been popping up on commercials and stuff like that, and you have this real visceral thing that happens where you really hate her, and I don't and I don't understand why. She may be a perfectly lovely person. I, I just really, I don't want to know anything about her music. I don't want to know anything about her. I just, there is nothing about her that is interesting to me. And I just, I don't know, like everything about her rubs me wrong. Okay. You, you told me you had a good reason last night. And I'm, I, so, what? Let's so here's hear where I think it started. So like back when she first came out, she had some sort, some song that talked about Tim McGraw, and she was on the Country Music Awards or something like that, and she sang the song because it was like her big song, and walked out and sang to Tim McGraw as Faith Hill sat next to him, <laughs> and there was something about that that like it felt. I mean, she was like 16 years old, whatever, but it felt so like contrived and the song was terrible. Like, so, so so you're mad. So you're mad at someone who was a teenager that probably had a media team behind her constructing a narrative to try to make her more popular. Like that's her fault because she knew better. Like, that's her fault? I don't know. It just, from that point on, I was like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with you. That That's where it started. But I would just say generally, like, anytime I've seen her on a show, I try not to watch very long. But, like, she comes off as a victim a lot. Like, she plays the victim a lot. Like, with the whole Kanye thing back when, like, he interrupted. She was the victim. Yeah, I know. But you don't need to, like, milk it. Like, I felt like she milked it. I mean, Kanye's a douche. I mean, like, I mean we can all be clear about I that can, but. i honestly cannot believe you are taking anything close to kanye's side i'm not that. you are basically i'm not i think he was completely wrong i also think that she was a baby about it dude if you wanted a if you want an award and this dude came up i mean it it's was a all, vma and, award yeah but still he came up and like shit all over and was like you don't deserve this like that's fucking bullshit yeah I don't know. In any case, I just don't. And her music is insulting to my musical intelligence. So, like, I find her to be fakey and a little victim crybaby. That's how she comes off to me. 
And then her music's bad on top of that. So, or I find her music to be bad on top of that. So that's more than enough for me to not waste any of my time and energy on. Well, as I suspected, not a good reason. (laughs) So I've been proven right. And okay. I've decided I'm on team T-Swift. Great. Good for you. I'm a Swifty. I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) <laughs> or it's something I've just made up, but that's that's where I'm at. I don't know any of her songs. Doesn't she have something about Shake It? Or that's not Polaroid Picture. That's uh, Outcast. But I'm not going to help with any of that. So Sh- Shake It Off. Yeah, she has Shake It Off. Shout out to Taylor Swift. If you want to come on the podcast and talk <laughs> about any of the reasons that you've been wronged. or Let me ask you this. Don't you have like something that like you just at one point decided, nope, I don't like that, and... I'm I'm just going to be good with not liking it and move on from that. Me? Yes. No. I love everything. Bull. Have you ever, have you ever listened to this podcast? <laughs> I'm a lover of all things. No, you're not. <laughs> Name one thing I don't like. I don't know, but I'm just trying to think of what that We've is. We've been married all this time. You can't think of one thing I don't like. Uh, green peppers. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I but I did I determined I don't like green peppers after numerous times of putting them in my mouth and them tasting like terrible terrible things. <laughs> green peppers are evil. Flea you bag. know why? Flea bag. I didn't just decide I didn't like it. I tried it. I didn't did enjoy it. Did you watch it. a full episode? I watched three episodes. I don't understand how you could watch three episodes of Fleabag and not like it. I don't understand. It's a per. If this is he, This is the problem with your Taylor Swift argument. Your argument isn't I don't like her music, therefore I don't care about her. Your argument is she is a contrived person. Blah 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 blah. And I don't like her music. And she's a victim. And the. Yeah. I'm not saying Fleabag's a bad show. I said I don't enjoy it. I didn't tell you you couldn't enjoy it. I didn't and tell you you, you I, couldn't enjoy Taylor exactly. Swift. Exactly. I just don't want to. I don't want to listen to her. But but I go also for it. don't hate Fleabag. I I I attempted to enjoy it. It wasn't for me, so I moved on. Okay. Also, if I see a promo for Fleabag, I'm not like, ugh, again. <laughs> but that's also because not nearly enough people give a shit about that show. Which is a shame because it be it's so good. Also, like it has like six episodes that, like. It has two seasons. Yeah. They're like both six episodes long. No, they're longer than that. But mm. in any case. The second the second season, I believe, is six episodes. And they're beautiful, each and every one of them. Yeah. She's kind of a terrible person. Yeah, but she has some redemption in the second season. Okay, well, they didn't give me enough in the beginning to get <laughs> me there. That's why I want you to watch... I, I would love for you to watch Shit's Creek, but you will never get to the point because... The shit, the, um, do you know how many people there, you know how many shows that are really good that I will never watch? I know. Because like I have other interests. I know. I also don't do what you do is, which is you kind of watch TV. No. You have the TV show on and you fucking scroll Instagram and play games. You don't really watch TV. Okay. And any, (laughs) I don't think this is putting a camp (laughs) <laughs> no, but you're talking. But that's the difference between me and you. When you say y- you have the ability to go through all of these shows, because I have a, I consume my media differently. In order for me to enjoy things, I need it needs to be able to engage me enough to where I want to watch it, not something that's background noise. It's just a different personality thing. And I would say that I don't view it as background noise, but I 
my brain needs to be doing multiple things. So it's hard for me to just sit and watch. But it's scientific fact that doing both things means you're only doing them halfway. That may be so. And I don't enjoy that. That's not my thing. That's great. So therefore... But can I get back to my Schitt's Creek thing? So like the Rose family, which is like the main family or whatever, like they are so unredeemable and so unlikable initially. And like the whole like progression of the show is that this town, for no other reason than that they're just nice people, end up helping these people become more human <laughs> maybe but like i mean they're still crazy outlandish and and whatever but like they're they find redemption through the interactions that they have with these people in any case but they are so completely unlikable because the first time i watched it, i was like this sucks because the show is awesome and you would never get far enough into it to you would never give it enough time to see the payoff because the payoff is slow. The payoff isn't really till the second season into the second season. And then really third and fourth season is really where it pays off. And so like, it's such a, it's such a slow build. And that's why that show is on the air in Canada and not on like a major network here because it would never get the time it needs here. Mm-hmm. It's such a good show anyway. And that folks is your advocation for watching Shit's Creek. So <laughs> you if you watch, want if you so want shows good. if you want shows that are good eventually, go ahead and watch Shit's Creek. It's good the whole way through. They're just not likable oh, initially. Okay. Gotcha. The writing is so good. It's so good. And I have a crush on Dan Levy, though he is gay, which is, you know, great. Good for him, but it's very sad for me. <laughs> because obviously that's what's holding that back from happening. You know, and I mean, Chris Hemsworth is married. That's what is holding that back from happening. There is a Hemsworth on the market now. No, he does not yeah. give me the feelings. No, no. You don't want to. You don't want to go after Miley Cyrus. You don't want to be second. You don't want to be the next in line. No, I'm good. <laughs> Another of your favorite people. Why I like Miley Cyrus. You just actually, hate millennials is the problem. I don't. I actually like Miley Cyrus. What? I do. Oh, all right. One, I think she can sing her balls off. Um, I think she's weird as hell. Yeah. But like, I like weird people, so that works out okay for me. I I would say that there was a point in time where I would have said that I did not like her and would have meant that, but time has changed my mind on her. Till about fifteen minutes ago. Absolutely not. You know what changed my mind on her? What? Is Howard Stern? No. Oh, okay. Um, although that helped because she did a she was on Howard and that helped too because Howard is who made me like Lady Gaga because I used to think Lady Gaga was. You think Nothing. we've told that story on the podcast like we a have. times? Yeah, so we don't need to go into that. But Although, if you're a first-time listener, hey, go back in the archives where we tell the story about how Lady Gaga made us like her after, after being on Howard. 27 times. But so, um, Dustin Kensrew, who is the lead singer for Thrice, my, I would say my favorite band, um, did a solo album of covers and did Wrecking Ball. And the stri- it, it's sort of like the same thing that made me fall in love with Lady Gaga's music. Um, is hearing her play Edge of Glory just on the piano and her voice. When you strip all the crap away and just get down to what the actual song is, it's a really good song underneath all of that. And when I heard Dustin Kensrue do Wrecking Ball with just him and a guitar, I was like, oh, who the hell knew? There's a really good song underneath all of that. Yeah. And so like like the lyrics are actually really good. It's, it's a really, it's a legitimately good song. 
And so that's what turned me around on Miley Cyrus is that. And that was several years ago. Sweet. Anyway, so there you go. So you know, as, as I was kind of listening to what you had to say, <laughs> I'm just teasing. You're such a dick. <laughs> I, I realized that we didn't tell the best part of the ER trip story. Mm, mm-hmm. So let's flash back. Let's pretend like we didn't just spend 20 minutes talking about Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> so I, of course, had to get medication, right? So, they gave me a some antibiotics. They're going to give me a prescription for pills for the antibiotics, but they also wanted to get me going with a shot, which they which I believe is called IM. That's how they when they stick it. It's IM. I don't know what that means. Oh. Enter, enter, enter your meat. I don't know. <laughs> Internal medicine. <laughs> I mean, there's medicine that is in, being put internal, into you. Maybe that might be what it is. Uh, it's probably not. It's probably something fancier than that. So, my nurse, my nurse comes in. My nurse is a dude, by the way. Big burly guy. Big fella. He's like, "All right, we got, uh, we got your shot here." I was like, "Okay, cool." He's like, "Where do you want it?" I was like, "Um, I don't know. I guess in the arm." He's like, "That's gonna hurt." I was like, "Isn't gonna hurt no matter what." He's like, yeah, but if you, you know, in the cheek, will will hurt a little bit less. <laughs> Without missing a beat, I'll go. No, I'll just take the arm. I don't really do butt stuff. <laughs> oh! It and took him course, a minute to register it. Like he just like, kind of took a beat and he just kind of smiled. He played it real cool. Because here's the thing. <laughs> People that are in the medical profession have to deal with shitty people. Who are in a bad shape or having a terrible day. Right. Whatever. So when I go to the doctor, when I go to any doctor, when I go to the dentist, whatever, I try to be fun and funny and lighthearted. I try to make sure that I'm an easy to deal with patient right up until they don't do the thing I want them to do. (laughs) You put on your carny a little bit. You you do oh, yeah. you put on a little show. I sell and mm-hmm. you know do the dance, but then uh, <laughs> when they don't do what I want, I tend to. <laughs> I embrace my middle aged white lady at that point. <laughs> um, excuse me, I'm going to need to see your supervisor. <laughs> oh, it's so hot in this room. It's really not. Really? No. Oh, all right. Maybe your fever's spiking again. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Anyway, um. This is a good segment. <laughs> I apologize, you guys. I, uh, you're not I quite just, your. I just didn't want to. I, I wanted. I want to keep the streak going. You know, build up a new string of consecutive weeks of podcasting. But um, all right. Any uh, other exciting things going on? We're gonna do this thing this week where we're not just not gonna talk about all the terrible things that are happening in the country. I feel that would be a good break for all of us. Yeah. Do you have uh, anything? Do you have any questions for me? Any any interesting things that uh, you've seen or? <laughs> um, such, you're such a help. I'm I'm not a professional. I don't know if we we talked about this before, but you we sat on the couch. I was like, "Do you have anything to talk about?" You're like, "I don't know," but something will come to me. 
Well, I mean, I had Taylor Swift. That was my con. That was my contribution. Yeah, but I came up with that last <laughs> night. I reminded you because you well, didn't remember. Thank you, but also like you were like, oh, I'm sure we'll come up with something. Well, usually we do. <sighs> <laughs> well, um, Minnesota Wild. They're still trying to hire a general manager. Yeah, I don't really care. It's not really that. going good, I guess. No, I thought they were going to hire that one guy. Which one guy? I don't remember. It's the guy you told me about? Well, so what happened is... What happened was... They had... So the guy who's the general manager in Carolina, his name's Don Waddell. And even though they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, he is he didn't actually have a contract past June 30th. Oh. Because the dude that owns Carolina doesn't really believe in giving contracts to general managers. Because Tom Dundon's an asshole. (laughs) Apparently. That's a pretty dick move. And so, yeah. Anyway, uh, Don Waddell was like, oh, well, I could just go to the Minnesota Wild job. And it seemed like that might have been a possibility. But they didn't want to make a snap decision. They wanted to do some due diligence. And in the meantime, Don Waddell was like, well, I, I kind of need to know because otherwise I'm going to sign a deal here, you know, right. where I actually don't have to deal with Victor Rask, the guy that I already suckered in. The guy I suckered Paul Fenton into taking for Nino Niederreiter. I don't want to go back to that. Well, that was riveting. Um, Bill Guerin is the guy who is in Pittsburgh and is uh, maybe the front runner at this point. Yeah. So I just feel okay. like I don't know what happened in like <laughs> all of a sudden I just feels like our team is in a shambles. I don't really know what happened. Yeah, it is because Paul Fenton was a terrible choice as general manager, basically burned all of the goodwill the wild had around the league by being not uh, upfront with people. So I don't know if we talked about this or not. So Michael Russo of The Athletic wrote a big article about all of the shit that Fenton did or didn't do. And apparently in March, he was just gone for three weeks from the team. Yeah, you said something about that. Like, Like, what general manager just leaves the team for three weeks in March? Yeah, that's kind of like... I mean, that seems like a kind of a prime time that you would need to be. So, honestly, like, Paul Fenton has... Cost us Granland, uh, Coil, Nina Ryder. Plus, because of his shitty choices and how to negotiate, it's probably going to end up costing us Jared Spurgeon because they probably could have gotten Spurgeon for $6.5 million per year. Yeah. But then Jacob Truba signs an $8 million contract with the Rangers. Truba ain't Jared Spurgeon. So... Now you're looking now you gotta pay Spurgeon Truba money. I don't know that they're gonna be able to afford to do that. So that's a problem. So Yeah, we're probably fucked. Sweet. And we might be fucked for a few years. At which point, this is probably gonna be Miko Koivu's last season with the Wild. Yeah. If the team is shitty again. Maybe Parisi asked to be traded. 
Parisi has a full no-move clause, so it would have to be completely his choice. But, I mean, apparently Fenton put offers, uh, put feelers out there about trading Parisi, and the offer, the one offer that the Wild got back was just for a, vet, a shitty veteran contract in return. Mm. So it's like, oh, sweet. He's been injured so much. Yeah. He's a tough Well, sell. also, they know that, I mean, you don't have to, I mean, they have limited options. They would have limited ability to move him. So why give away the store? Like, Zach's not Sidney Crosby. <sighs> well, Minnesota Wild, they're a mess. We can talk about Endgame some more. <laughs> I got a text from my buddy Marty today. He was like, what the fuck is this Endgame movie that you keep talking about? I guess I have to see this, huh? Like, have, well, you, have you seen the... He hasn't seen any of the other movies either. Oh, sweet. So, like, yeah, none of that's going to make sense the to you. The payoff is not going to be a good payoff for him. No. At, at, the, at minimum, you got to watch Infinity War first. Yeah, you have to watch Infinity War. I mean, you really, ideally, watch all of the movies. Every. He's not going to do that, because if he was going to, he would have done that already. He's going to watch some of them. You need to watch like the first Iron Man movie, probably. Yep. Mm, probably Cap, maybe. I don't know which one. Civil War, maybe? I sent him the list of things. Like, I mean, realistically, there's like 12 movies that you need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> At a bare minimum. Because <laughs> really, really, you need to watch Iron Man 1. Cap one. You, you should probably watch Thor one, but you don't really have to. You gotta watch the first Avengers movie. You gotta watch Iron Man. You gotta wait. I don't remember what the fucking list is. Anyway, there's like eleven of them that you gotta really watch. Yeah. Plus Infinity War and then Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna do that. I would guess. Uh, he said he keeps saying that he's going to. Yeah, well, we'll see. Once he finishes his media room mm. or pool, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's got some projects going on over there. He always has projects. He's a project fella. I try to be a project person and I start them and never finish them. <laughs> or I buy all the stuff and then never actually start them. That's my that's my signature move. That is. That is the Nikki. I mean, in fairness, I normally do them eventually. It just may be years before that actually happens. Do you, though? I do. You usually do a facsimile of a project that you had originally intended to do. <laughs> well, I mean, something ends up happening. Well, we did see some other exciting news come across the wire today. The possibility, the strong hope that there will be new Foo Fighters music in 2020. So Taylor said that there, Dave's been demoing like crazy and has a bunch of stuff. So like, I think their process then is to demo a ton, and then they go in the studio and just kind of put pieces together and see what kind of sticks and yep. go from there. So hopefully in 2020 there will be new Foo Fighters. I would guess probably fall. I would guess. Because it's probably going to take them at least a couple months, two to three months at least to record. So Give me that Foo Fighters songs. It, I didn't realize that it was 2017 that, that that last album had come out. Golden, what is it? Concrete, Concrete and, and Gold. Gold. It's a good album. Yes, it I is. I don't listen to that album enough. I really should. The problem is I just don't listen to that much music right now. Right. I'm kind of in a music lull. 
Because I listen to so many freaking podcasts. I don't and have time. And when you're not listening to podcasts, you're listening to Lizzo. That is correct. She is, uh, uh, she is in heavy rotation. Speaking of which, she just put a thing on her Instagram today that she has an absolute vodka commercial coming out. Nice. So they're doing like a vo- absolute juice, like a vodka with juice or something in right. it. So, of course, they're using the juice song for that. Right. Man, I hope she's getting paid fat stacks. Me too. And so I haven't really cared about, I don't really care about award shows anymore. Um, but I, uh, she's going to be on the VMAs. And I want to watch just so I can see what she does on the VMAs. Or we'll just wait and watch the YouTube clip of it later, I guess, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, you won't watch T-Swift on there, so I don't think you can watch Lizzo. Oh. You have to support all women artists. I do not have to support all yes, women artists. That's the way it works now. No, it's not the way it works. It is. No. Okay, so speaking of the way things work, this is rem- this just sparked something in my brain. Okay. So let me go see if I can find this. Um, there was a retweet by Joe Rogan, who I'm kind of out on these days. Yeah, me too. Joe Rogan kind of seems like he's, he's a little tone deaf at times. A lot tone deaf at times. He retweets. Okay. So this is from... Tatiana McGrath. Tatiana? It's T-I-T-A-N-I-A. Tatiana? That's what it is. All right. That's her Twitter handle, so... Yeah, who knows? Anyway, these are things that you should not be joking about. Women, gays, people of color, people of girth, communists, Jussie Smollett... Uh, Representative Omar, Greta Thunberg, Enya, vegans, male wombs, female penises, burkas, ecosexuality, Me Too, or the concept of a feminist caliphate. It's not until reading this that I realized that this is actually a joke list. I just saw some touch points. I thought it was actually a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> to say, um, I feel like all of those things can be joked about <laughs> if you do it right, if you tell the joke right. Anything can be talked about. But see, that's that's the problem. And I think we're, we're kind of... Comedy seems to be in a dangerous place where there's people that... One, I think what is considered a comedian has become a little bit too fucking broad. Yeah. Well, I mean, of, anybody with a YouTube channel or an Instagram is a comedian now. Or anybody with recording equipment can be a podcast, do a podcast and be a comedian. Can be a podcaster, Jones. Um, Are you feeling attacked by that statement? (laughs) Triggered. (laughs) But so, so anytime someone says you can't joke about something always takes me back to George Carlin. It's like, you can joke about anything. It's about context. Right. Like you can't rape about joke. Rape's not funny. He's like, bullshit. You want to see me? You want to see me make a rape joke? That's funny. Picture Porky Pig raping Elmer Fudd. That's funny. If you saw if you saw Porgy Pig fucking Elmer Fudd, you would laugh, <laughs> cause that's funny. It's a pig fucking a guy, a big ball guy who talks weird. It's comedy gold. It's really <laughs> okay. Maybe not. <laughs> it was really funny in the '90s, though. Okay. Yeah. Lots of things are funny in the '90s that aren't but, funny anymore. That's true. 
No, like I don't really subscribe to that, that there's certain things that you can't joke about. I think that maybe there are certain, I mean, I think that there's definitely a thing like, like I can talk shit about my family, but somebody else can't, right. you know, or whatever. Like, I think there's certainly a thing like that, like where like there maybe are certain, if you are not a part of the group, right. you maybe don't have the right to joke about it. Maybe, or you have to tread very carefully on how you craft that joke to make it okay for you to tell it. Like some people who are not of the African-American community who seem to freely use the N-word. Right. Seems like, eh, maybe you shouldn't do that. Right. There's some people that uh, work at an establishment that you and I used to frequent a little bit and that uh, we're friendly with that kind of just use that word a lot. And I'm like, y'all... Y'all, y'all are Mexican. Like that's not a word you guys should be using so right. much. They're like, oh, we're from the hood. It's cool. Like, no. I mean, I have. <laughs> this is one of those stories that sounds really terrible because I had a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> Tell always, everybody about your is, black friend. This Jones. is the this is the white guy had a black friend story. <laughs> In fairness, I'm from a really, really small town, so the fact there was a black guy going to my school at all right. was pretty impressive. But I was a friend with a black guy named OJ. That was for real his name. He's now a bartender and model in California. That dude is 40 and is a handsome motherfucker. <laughs> He's got abs. I, he still hoops. Like, I want to be like OJ. I don't want to be like the bad OJ, the murder OJ. I want to be like my high school friend OJ. Anyway, when we were hanging out, like, he referred to me as the N-word, and I also would refer in kind to him with the N-word, with an A at the end, not the aggressive ER version. Right. But I didn't go around using that with other people. Right. That was a, he, I felt like it was a, hey, you're my friend, like, this is how I talk to my friends, like, whatever, you know? Because even now, I'm not super comfortable using that word. Like, I used to not care, like, when it's in a rap song or whatever. But even now, I'm kind of like, hey, it's just, thank you. That's also using, I, I, I don't even want to say, like, the referring to a gay person. As, a, yeah. as the F word. That sounds so dumb. But, like, I just, uh, those words don't, like, that's the thing about um, the movie The Hangover. The Hangover holds up so well. And then there's one scene. I think we talked about that on last season of the podcast. But he just Bradley Cooper just screams out, Paging Dr. Faggot. And it's just like, whoa. And it's like in the first five <laughs> minutes of the movie. Right. That would not be said today, probably. No. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of uh, movies and TV shows, we need to talk about one thing before we go. Ooh. The Boys on Amazon. Dude. Holy shit. <laughs> that show was so fucking good. Th- there's so much we can't say about it because I don't want to ruin things for anybody yeah. else. Just know that I went into it thinking I was going to hate it, that it was going to be a cheese ball. The really the only reason why I was interested in watching it is because Carl Urban was in it and he is a secret crush of mine. So like. Who don't you want to fuck I know. at this point? <laughs> Seriously. I've liked Carl Urban for a long time. Every dude on TV is like, "Mm, mm." you lust after people on TV more than I do. Yeah, well. You're like, you've become like a 14-year-old boy. (laughs) 
I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> just, just that's your lane. That's the that's, lane you've chosen to be. That's where I'm at. Anyway, it's on Amazon Prime. It's so good. It's. It is fucked up. Yes. Your jaw will be on the ground in numerous, numerous times. Like there were so many times where we'd look at each other. We're like, what the hell just happened? Oh my God. Did that just happen? That was crazy. I don't, I can't remember recently a show that has shocked me that much over and over and over and over in like a really great way. Even though it's a show about superheroes, do not let your kids watch the show. No, it is not a child friendly show. It's not a kid show. They, I mean... It throws a title card up beforehand telling you what's going on in the show. Violence, nudity, strong sexual situations, all these sorts of things. You need to be prepared. Things are going to get weird. Because at first you think, like, it totally baits and switches you, like, initially. Because at first you think, like, oh, there's these great heroes and they're going to come in and, like, and then it just kicks you right on your ass, like, right away. It's so great. It's so great. What's interesting is this afternoon I watched a couple episodes of a DC Universe show called Titans, which um, the the lead for that is uh, Dick Grayson, who was a Robin uh, to Batman and Robin. Had I not watched The Boys beforehand, I'd have been like, "Oh, this is super edgy and whatever." And like, I was like, eh, "I mean, it's cool that you guys are saying the f word and like stabbing, <laughs> mother- stabbing motherfuckers in the neck, but like." This ain't the boys. Right. <laughs> it's still it's still an interesting show though. Anyway, go see the boys. Yeah, it's really good. It's worth your time. It's only eight episodes. You can knock out an eight hour. Yeah, just you got eight hours. <laughs> the fuck else you got to do? <laughs> you're just gonna be I mean, binging the office or something just, anyway. You may you as well wasted, watch. You just wasted an hour listening to this podcast. You could have watched an episode of the boys, you idiots. <laughs> Speaking of new shows. Do we need to talk about gems, the gemstones or oh, whatever God. the hell the, the name is? The Righteous Gemstones. The Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> that Holy show was Lord. awesome. Danny McBride. He did it again. I don't know how Danny Every McBride time. does this. So you you really liked the last one. The principles. The principles. Vice principles. Vice principles. And you liked this. I think when you're done with watching The Wire, yeah. I think you need to go watch Eastbound and Down. So I know I, I started watching Eastbound yeah. and Down. And then it's just like, it never really kind of grabbed me. Yeah. Um, I I remember thinking it was vaguely fun. I remember thinking it was funny, but like... But now that you're a little bit more invested in Danny McBride and I mean, how maybe so. funny he is... Like, What's hilarious to me is that he basically plays the same guy yeah, all the time, but yet up. he and just he puts a different costume same on. People, it's all the same the people. The same people come back. It's so great. <sighs> um, Who's the who's the guy that was in Vice Principals that's going to be... I don't remember what his name it's, is. Um, um, he has a weird name. Um, crap. Because he was also in. Uh, is it like Leslie or Sons something? Sons of Anarchy like too. Walton Goggins. Walton. Walton Goggins. I was totally on with Leslie. Samsonite, way off. <laughs> he also wasn't he in? Uh, yeah, Sons of Anarchy, where he played the um, transsexual or whatever. Yep. So good. That was a beautiful thing. It's like democracy in action. <laughs> you getting uh, excited for football season? Not particularly. No. Football season is going to be weird this year. It is going to be weird with you working on Sundays now. Yeah. I, do, I feel like I'm very uninvested in sports right now in my life. Yeah. I just don't really care that much. Like, I think I'll probably watch football initially, like probably the first week or two. Mm-hmm. But I don't imagine that it's going to hold my interest for very long. Yeah. I just don't. 
I just don't really care that much. I'm not super hopeful that the Vikings are, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, hey, Marty, this is going to be your test to see if you actually listen to this far on the podcast. Nikki's out on fantasy football this year, so if you want her spot, you can have it. So <laughs> we'll see if you're paying attention. <laughs> All right. Well, it's not quite an hour, but close enough. <laughs> the fact that I even got up here and turned on the microphone and gave you absolutely nothing is going to just have to be good enough. <laughs> This is the kind of effort that you expect from this podcast, after all. <laughs> this is the A-plus effort you can expect from the Jog Pod. Hey, like I said, you guys aren't paying for this, so <laughs> like they say, you get what you pay for. Oh. And with that, do you have anything else you want to add? No, like my life is like... <laughs> I don't feel like my life. Your life is not like a box of chocolates. Your <laughs> your life is what is our what it's our life really. I mean, what is our life like? like I what is like something the- that you open is exactly the same all the time? <laughs> I don't know. We're like uh a box of Ritz crackers. You always know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I feel like like on my Insta stories, I talk about makeup and nail polish and uh, skincare and cats that I follow on Instagram. So like, I don't really know what that, that doesn't really have a place here on your podcast. Nope. <laughs> I could talk about murder. <laughs> We're good. I got some cases I could bring up. All right. Well, I guess that's it. that's it for this week's episode of Just Another White Guy's Podcast. Next week, um, I think maybe I'll try to find someone else to come that's on. That's probably podcast. good. Three weeks and three weeks in a row is maybe a little too much <laughs> without without prep. I think had I done a better job of prepping, this could have been a good show, but <laughs> I failed us once again. I failed. But hey, no one's perfect, right? You know, I could have, I could have actually, I could have gotten into like. How was earlier this this last week? I had found like my way to a little bit more grace and a little more happiness in my life and stuff like that. And that probably would have been a good a better place to start. But I'm not getting into that in here in the, the last hour, at the <laughs> bottom of the hour. Um, so with that, um, thank you for those that reached out uh, on my Snapchat uh, and said, you know, hope you feel better and all that sort of stuff. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week with a much better episode of the podcast. <laughs> We can only Thank you hope. for sticking around. We can only hope. And uh, that's it for Nikki Jones. I'm Dustin Jones. Always protect the five hole. Hey, Ty, who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. Too much. Oh, oh, oh too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much. Dude, that was a good one. <laughs>